If you have your Bibles with you uh, and you'd like to, to follow along uh, this morning, please turn to Psalm 146. That's Psalm 146. Uh, if you want to follow along in the Pew Bible, it can be found on page 451. And it says, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God all my life long. Do not put your trust in princes, in mortals in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day, their plans perish. Happy are those whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over strangers. He upholds the orphan and the widow, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Our dear, gracious, and heavenly Father, we humbly come before you. Help us to humble ourselves and come before you uh, this morning, Lord. And we ask and pray that you would uh, illumine our hearts by your spirit uh, to receive your word. Please grant us understanding. Those uh, of us here who are carrying burdens, Lord, please help them, help us to bring them before your throne of grace. Help us to fix our eyes on Jesus, Lord. We pray that uh, we would uh, decrease so that you may increase to the glory of your name. For this we ask and pray in the name of your Son and our Savior, in Jesus' name, amen. If I were to ask you to pick one of your favorite passages of the scripture, I wouldn't be surprised if you would respond to pointing to one of the Psalms. For many of us, the book of Psalms contains some of the best loved, and for some of us, the most tear-stained passages in the Bible. Old Testament professor John Collins observed, whether it's about love and adoration to God, sorrow over sin, dependence on God in desperate circumstances, the battle of fear and trust, walking with God through the dark valley, thankfulness for God's care, or confidence in the triumphal, uh, of the eventual triumph of God's purposes, the Psalms serve as a vehicle for the prayers and praises of God's people. Now, if you missed Pastor Ben's message on September 4th, for, oh, sorry, 4th, I want to encourage you to go to our website and listen to it, where Ben talks about learning to pray by praying the Psalms. Now, Psalms 146 has five hallelujah, is the first of five hallelujah psalms that bring the book of Psalms to conclusion in Psalms 150. And one interesting feature of the last five psalms is that they all begin with hallelujah, or praise the Lord. That last section, Psalm 146 to 150, is like a grand doxology 
or a crescendo of praise to the living God who is forever faithful and worthy of all our praise. Psalm 146 is about praising the trustworthy God. If I were to summarize the psalm into one big idea, it would be this. Praise the Lord, for he is trustworthy. Praise the Lord, for he is trustworthy. No matter what you be facing this morning, it is my hope and prayer that this hymn of praise, written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, will point you to the living triune God who made heaven and earth. Now let's begin where Psalm 146 begins, which brings me to the first point, that God's people are invited to praise the Lord. God's people are invited to praise the Lord. Verses 1 to 2 say, Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God all my life long. The psalmist opens with an invitation to hallelujah, praise the Lord. In the original Hebrew, the phrase is, I will praise the Lord as long as I live, and I will sing praises to my God all my life long, express a firm resolve to ongoing praise until our dying breath. Many years ago, I attended the funeral of a missionary whom I had known, and he had served the Lord for many years in Taiwan. And shortly after he returned to Canada, it was discovered uh, that he had cancer. Now, unfortunately, the cancer had spread and was no longer treatable. And it got to the point that he could no longer even speak. At the funeral, I'll never forget a story that was shared by a pastor friend of the missionary. He shared that several weeks before the missionary went to be with the Lord, he would visit him in the hospital and read passages of scripture to him. And every so often as he was reading, the missionary would suddenly motion for him to stop at the hearing of the blessed hope he had in Christ and the promises of God's word, the missionary would pause, raise his hands in praise and worship. That missionary's life was not characterized by what he did on the mission field. That was God's work. That missionary's life was characterized by a firm resolve to a life of praise to God, even to his dying breath. May we be a people of praise to the Lord as long as we live. Secondly, Psalm 146 invites us to praise the Lord because he's absolutely trustworthy. The Lord is trustworthy. Skipping down to verses 5 and 6, it says, Happy are those whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever. True joy and happiness is experienced when we recognize our need for the triune God who made heaven and earth. Happiness is experienced when we understand that God cares for us and our lives are in his hands. Happy are those whose help and hope are in the one whom the Bible describes 
as the first and the last, the beginning and the end, who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth, Isaiah 48 tells us. He is the God who Christian songwriter Laura Story describes as indescribable, uncontainable, who placed the stars in the sky and who knows them by name. Happy are those whose help and hope are in the Lord who made heaven and earth. The Lord is trustworthy. By way of contrast, it's unwise for us to put our trust in mortal human beings. Verse 3 and 4 say, Do not put your trust in princes, in mortals, in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day, their plans perish. Princes can be described as people of power and noble influence. In our context, they may be government leaders or leaders of powerful institutions who can seemingly provide us in tangible ways with justice, food, or protection, as one preacher observed. Now, to be sure, governments and institutions have their proper place. As it says in 1 Timothy 2.2 and 1 Peter 2.17, we're to pray for our leaders and honor everyone. But our ultimate trust must be in the God because he is our ultimate help and hope. To put our ultimate trust in mortal humans is to build our house on sinking sand. It's not wrong to receive human help, but as Old Testament scholar Mark Furtado observed, to trust in the Lord and not humans is to depend on him as the ultimate help behind the human help. In other words, when we receive human help, we can declare with the psalmist in Psalm 121, I will lift my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Governments will let you down and leave you disappointed. Humans are finite and limited, living in fleeting time. As verse 4 says, their breath will depart and they will return to the earth. Ultimately, human help will either fail or run dry. But God, who is infinite and powerful, will never, ever let you down. He won't disappoint you. And you may not always understand his ways or what God is doing in your life. For his thoughts are not our thoughts, nor our ways his ways, Isaiah tells us. But God is in control, and we're not. And he calls us to put our trust in him even when going through life's dark tunnels. Corey Tenboom once said, when a train goes through a tunnel and gets dark, you don't throw away the ticket and jump off. You sit still and trust the engineer. Now, how much more is it with the Lord who made heaven and earth? The Lord is absolutely trustworthy. And because he's trustworthy, you can be assured that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. But the psalmist doesn't end here. He gives us even more reasons to trust in the Lord. 
Verse 6, God is trustworthy because he keeps faith forever. Did you know, dear friends, the Lord is forever faithful? Frail humanity will let us down, but the Lord's faithfulness will endure forever. In 2 Timothy 2.13, Paul says that even if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. You can entrust your life to the Lord who remains faithful forever. Verse 7, the Lord is trustworthy because he executes justice for the oppressed. Now, some of you may wonder, if God executes justice for the oppressed, why is there so much evil and suffering in the world? We can take comfort in 2 Peter 3, 8, and 9, where it says, But do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient towards you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. God's delay in executing justice on earth doesn't mean he doesn't care or is indifferent. It means that because of his amazing grace, hope remains for lost and fallen people to turn from their sin and to turn to God through faith in Christ. If you're here this morning and you do not know Jesus, the God of the universe invites you to come to him just as you are in faith and trust in Jesus. Jesus, the eternal Son of God, came in human flesh, lived in perfect obedience, died the death that we deserved, and was raised on the third day so that he can rescue us, free us from the grip of sin, give us a new heart, and grant us eternal life. As for executing justice, verse 9, God promises to bring to ruin the way of the wicked. Jesus will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. Until then, dear friends, you can entrust your life to him who executes perfect justice. Verses 7 and 8. The Lord is trustworthy because he cares for those in need. He gives food to the hungry, he sets prisoners free, and opens the eyes of the blind. When Jesus walked the earth, he fed those who were hungry. He freed people oppressed from demons and gave sight to the blind both physically and spiritually. Again, Mark Furtado reminds us that only a God of such care and compassion for his people is a God who you and I can entrust our lives. Verse 8, the Lord is trustworthy because he lifts up those who are bowed down. The word for bowed down in Hebrew gives the image of a person bent over and burdened in deep distress. I'm sure many of you know what this is like. But thanks be to God for the promise of his word reminding us, Psalms 34, the Lord is near the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Only the God of all comfort who comforts us in our affliction 
can raise us back up with a renewed sense of purpose and hope. Verse 9, you can entrust your life to the God who watches over strangers and upholds the orphan and widow. Strangers from foreign lands, orphans and widows were often the most vulnerable in ancient Jewish culture. And as they were then, so they are today in most places around the world. Brother or sister in Christ, if you're a refugee from another country, you can entrust your life to the Lord who watches over you during times when you feel like a stranger living in a foreign land. God promises to uphold the fatherless and widow, reminding them that they have a heavenly father who loves them, who will keep them, and will carry them to the end, both now and forever. Last, but certainly not least, the Lord is trustworthy because he will reign forever. He's the sovereign King of kings and Lord of lords who rules and reigns over everything. And because he's our reigning king, we have the blessed assurance that our times are in his hands. Because he's our sovereign Lord, you can entrust him in every area of your lives, both now and forever. Praise the Lord, for he is trustworthy. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.